0: Oh, why, hello there everybody, welcome back to some more Mighty Matchups. And you may have noticed, yes, the song is different. Uh, I took a very long time, surprisingly, to just to find that one song. It's not even a song, it's kind of like compilation, but yeah, it's going to be repeated, but you probably won't even notice that. But uh, yeah, so today I got a special request from my friend Lewis from school. Basically, my Snapchat story those of you don't know my snapchat just comment and uh i'll message it to you because i don't particularly want to be saying it to the whole world but uh i just noticed my earphones are splitting but yeah so also good news my uh i think we i think i'm not sure we may have ordered the uh microphone adapter i've been talking about like the past two episodes so that's good news i'll have better audio now and uh yeah, so I'm going to have that. And that's that's, uh, that's some good notices. Uh, yeah, so today is going to be a villains matchup. This was a request from my friend Lewis. Basically, my Snapchat, I said on my story, uh, can someone give me some Mob vs. DC battles to talk about? And he uh, he popped up with some. He said, like, uh, Superman vs. Hyperion, Green Lantern vs. Nova, Joker vs. Green Goblin. So I was like... Green Goblin vs Joker it is, I chose that Because I uh, don't, yeah, no, I have done a villain I did Killer Croc vs Lizard So, uh, I've done Three, four episodes And one's been a villain So, let me, uh, bump it up a tiny bit With a uh, equality match. Yeah, so, uh, also I'm kind of beating popcorn right now So Yeah <laughs> So, let's start off with Joker Joker Basically, as you most know, his origins are kind of mysterious, and uh, they're not very uh, not very clear, so it took a lot of researching. I had to go through all these comics and books to figure out some of the stuff, so... This one took probably the longest time to prepare. Three hours. So... Yeah, let's do <clears> this. <throat> so basically... Uh, his real name is Jack Napier. I'm not just talking about because of the movie. It's actually been revealed in comics and in the TV show. Uh, yeah, basically he was like a uh, stand-up comedian who was basically like just rubbish. He couldn't raise any laughs, to, and uh, so yeah, he didn't. He couldn't raise enough money to support his wife and uh, his child. But um, he kind of felt forced to pull like some job with the Red Hood Gang just to scrape some money together to save his family. But uh, just before they set out, Jack was informed that his wife and child—they died at home in an electrical accident, shattering like his psyche and like tearing him apart mentally. So he was like, a broken man on this thing, basically, and uh, wearing the signature red hood helmet, which he could barely see out of, even though it was made of bulletproof glass. But it's called a hood. But anyways, they, uh, yeah, they infiltrated the. Uh, this isn't entirely certain. Uh, this was an uh, educated guess. the Ace Chemical Factory. He, he he infiltrated a chemical factory, but it doesn't ever say what one. And the only chemical factory that's not Wayne Chemicals in Gotham I can think of is Ace Chemicals. So, I'm putting two and two together there, so... Ace Chemicals, and, uh... Yeah, but he was like, they were they were caught and thwarted by Batman. And, uh... Stunned and surprised Jack Napier... He, like, tripped over, because he was trying to take his helmet off to say, I'm innocent, don't hurt me, stuff like that. And, I tripped over his huge cape, and he fell into, like, a huge tub of toxic waste, bleaching his skin bright white and his hair green. But, as the Joker quotes, On the plus side, however, I've been given a lovely smile. And, uh, yeah, driven to insanity, partly due to the recent death of his family. Now he became Joker. And, uh... Yeah, he's kind of—he's the most unpredictable and like dangerous enemy of Batman's in Gotham City. Who's surprisingly an expert chemist. He's like concoct deadly new toxins like to terrorize Gotham. But uh, yeah, he's commonly referred to as the Clown Prince of c- Crime. So that's a interesting tidbit. Yeah, and uh, there's some facts here uh, which I found which might uh, interest you about him. He's faster than Batman because in one comic, Batman says. So fast, I always forget how fast he is, but now he seems even quicker. Too quick to. And then he gets cut off, so he's probably gonna say too quick to catch because he's even faster than Batman. That was in Batman Death of the Family. Not in the family, of the Family. Yeah, he's uh. He's pretty durable. He doesn't really like. Give a Shatner for his pain or endurance. He cut his own face off, but then had it sewed back on just to prove a point to Batman. And he's taken more... Way more than severe beatings. Probably more than any other character in the DC Universe. Now, sometimes even having most bones broken and cracked. And he encourages people to beat him and kill him constantly. Like in uh, Batman Arkham Origins, in the final boss fight scene with the Joker. He literally says, Come on, baby. Beat me till your knuckles bleed. And why quit there? You know there's only one way to stop me. So, I'm pretty sure... He, he can take a punch, and not just punch. He can take, like, hits. And not just, like, from fists. Batman's armor, Red Hood's armor, butts of guns, knives. Oh, my gosh. The list goes on. He's he's had it all, and he just wants more. He laughs when he gets it, so... Pain just doesn't affect him whatsoever. <clears throat> but, uh... He's actually surprising really good with, uh, uh... With fighting. He took out every single one of Penguin's lieutenants. As Penguin says... Top lieutenants of every single crime family in Gotham. And he filled an entire church with their corpses. So, that was quite a lot. And, uh, and then he sniped some penguins' uh, bodyguards who were right next to him. But that, that was with the guns, that was with the gun. But, uh, yeah, he has actually taken out, in the same comic, Death of the Family. He took out the entire Bat family, apart from Batman. And uh, he nearly took him out later. But, um... Uh, and this thing, this will come in later, and this is a very important one. He's capable of manipulating the entire security force of Arkham to become his personal army. So he can literally mind control people. Like, Harley Quinn is just one example. Like, he can literally just make you, like, a slave, basically. Just with his words. Doesn't even have to hit or use anything. And he knows what Batman does before Batman does. He knows what Batman will do before Batman does, so that's what I meant to say. So... He's he's very, uh... He's actually extremely intelligent for just a clown, but... And he has some weapons, such as, like, toxin in his wrists that he can disperse. A bit like spiderwebs. Uh, he has a lethal joy buzzer. You can see that in some of the movies. That's quite funny. Uh, he's actually an expert with, uh, knives. And, uh, he has his own acid squatter and a little flower. That's used quite a lot, like in the Injustice video game. So, yeah, now that we've covered Joker, let's move on to Green Goblin. So, uh... Yeah, as a child, Norman Osborne, he became, like, obsessed with gaining wealth and power. That was, like, his main obsession. And his father, who was a failed business inventor, took out his rage on Norman, so he beat him and stuff when he was young. But uh, his wife, Emily, died within a year after the birth of their son, Harry, which left Norman, like, bitter and resentful. <coughs> the word that was described was embittered, so I had to use that to look it up, and I'm gonna have some more popcorn. ha. Mm-mm-mm. Gotta love some popcorn. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, Norman studied chemistry and electrical engineering at ESU, which is Empire State University. And, uh, he also took a number of courses in business administration. And, um, one of his teachers, you'll probably recognize the name, and not the, not talking about the one from the 2002 Spider Man movie. Uh, Professor Mendelstrom, not the bold guy with glasses that gets killed. That I mean, they have the same name, but like, that's definitely not him. Because this guy uh, later became the Spider-Man villain robot master, so... I mean, I know they're supposed to be the same guys, but the movie just made him completely opposite to what he is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they kind of, he was very similar to Norman. And they became good friends, and later formed a business partnership, and they called their company Oscorp which is specialized in chemical manufacturing, as well as other areas of research and development, including, like, robotics. So, um like, for the glider and the suit and stuff, you see where it's all going. But As a co-owner of Oscorp, as I said earlier, Norman, loving wealth and power, he wanted to take full control, and uh, he had Strom arrested after he discovered he was committing the theft of the funds, So, uh, which granted Norman complete control of the company, which he wished for, making the official CEO of Oscorp. But, uh, this bit gets interesting. While well, going through Strom's notes, he found a secret formula that would make him superhumanly powerful. And, uh, the next bit is, like, too, it's too much detail We're going into too much of the story. I'm not going to go into it. It's huge, because I've already written more than the Joker. But, um, basically, like, Harry switched the chemicals and it blew up in his face, made him intelligent. It's just so bad, so... Let's just say, he became the Green Goblin. <laughs> That's literally what I've written. And, uh, a quote from, uh, comics journalist Mike Conroy. Of all the costume villains who plagued Spider Man over the years, the most flat out unhinged and terrifying of them all is the Green Goblin. So, same with Joker and Batman. I mean, I know they're not entirely equals, their backgrounds are completely different. But, um, yes, you see what, you see where I'm going with it. So, uh, um, he's, there's some, um, uh, Impressive achievements of his. He's um he beat down Ben riley who was Spider-Man's identical clone, and uh, he stepped on and pretty much easily snapped Swordsman's sword, saying, "Oops, sir." <laughs> and that was that Swordsman is Jacques De, De Qu- I can never remember to pronounce his name, Duquevnia, and uh, yeah, from Hawkeye in the previous episode. It was made with McLuhan technology as well. Or McLuhan, whatever you want to say. So, um, he stepped on it easily and smashed it. So, that's... You can't just easily snap a sword like that. But, um, and also, his mask acts as a gas gas mask. So, Joker's fear toxins won't really affect him. But, uh, he's taken a whole bag of pumpkin bombs. Like, an entire batch. And literally, just walked off. Like, literally... He just walked off as if nothing happened like he like imagine that picture that strip of Comet never even happened he was just walking so um, he's too fast for Spider-Man as well Spider-Man can't keep up with him and you know Spider-Man's pace is mental man but uh yeah he's got um he's got quite a lot of he's got quite an impressive arsenal better than Jokers because he made them all with his own company pumpkin bombs incendiary bombs hallucinog How- ah, I never remember as well. Hallucinogen gas bombs, I think. You know what that is, anyway. And he's got knockout gas bombs as well, so he's got a lot of bombs. But uh, and there's a, uh, I don't know if they're in the comics, but those little in the Spider Man three, you know, when when uh, Harry is chasing Peter and Peter's like a, uh, he throws those things that become like batarangs, fly through the air. Peter Parker's just like, hit those things. So I thought those were quite cool. But I don't even know if he has them in the comics, but... Yeah, he's taken a bullet from a sniper rifle, which sent him back a huge distance into tons of debris, and then got up, smashing the debris off, saying, You think my armor couldn't protect me from a bullet? So, yeah, that's, uh... Sorry, I've got more popcorn to eat now. Mmm! Don't you just love your popcorn? Yeah. So um, now the final part of the podcast. What I think would happen? Who would win? This was a lot of consideration taking. This took a really long time. This this was the longest one to make as well. But I would honestly, it would literally be most intense fight ever. Well not the most, because like Batman's Captain America was probably the most, but this is definitely up there. This is very difficult to decide. But I know he doesn't win in strength, speed, all of that stuff. But I would have to give this round to DC's Joker. Just because he um <coughs> because of what I said earlier about him being able to uh pretty much Telepathically control anyone he comes in contact with. So, I mean, Norman would be laying a hit, smashing him up, brutally beating him. But that's just that's absolutely nothing. He's Batman could beat him like ten times worse than Norman ever could. But he he just laughs. So while that's happening, I mean, like he's he's psyched out. He's he's scared, Scarecrow. He's psyched out, Two Face. Like he's he's made countless people insane just by a few words. So he. It won't be, um. Joker, I mean, he'll get a few hits in, obviously, but there'll be, like, sucker punches, which this, this Green Goblin can easily take with his armor and stuff. So he won't be destroying him physically. He, it'll be a mental match, to be fair. Because, uh, none of Joker's, uh, like, uh, gadgets seem to work on him. Knives, and they can't go through Scarecrow's armor. The gas bombs won't be able to get through his mask, which works as a gas mask, so. Yeah, so I would definitely give this round to Joker just because of the mind games he would play, and he'd probably eventually tire him out and stuff with it, and drive him... I know he's already a maniac, but as he said in the comments, I may be a maniac, but I'm not insane, so... I, would, I do believe he would dr- probably drive him insane. He's literally like Deadpool. Like, Deadpool would drive anyone... Like, he defeated Carnage by playing illegally downloaded MP3 music. Like, what? <laughs> I know it's completely irrelevant, but... But yeah, so... That's my ideas for this podcast. Let me know if you think I did anything wrong uh, I quite like doing this one uh, I'm not 100% sure Who I'm going to do next I might uh, ask Lewis for some more recommendations But I want to ask you guys So if you have any uh, Recommendations to who I should do next Or what you think I should improve on Just let me know Just completely comment And I will see it immediately So yeah Thank you very much for listening and I still only think of a cool intro because I used to have a YouTube channel. I think I already mentioned this called Hero Hub. And I could never think of an intro for it. So yeah, so let's uh, let's come up with some ideas together because I want you guys to be involved, man. I don't want it just to be me. But I really, I was going to make this last night. I was going to record it last night, but um I had to go to bed. So I had to record it now. Yeah, I'm on half term now, so I'll probably make another one by tomorrow or something. Actually, no, tomorrow I have what? Oh, yeah, also another announcement. I just got a job today, my very first job. Well, not my very first job. I've been a paperboy. I still am a paperboy. But my first official job. I'm now a waiter at some Thai restaurant near my house. So, whoa, whoa. so that's quite good news. Yeah. So, see you guys later. and Have a good one. Peace.